Throwing on world. DJ Marcus. Doing it one more good time. It's the Doc Comedy Podcast. We're about to do the big thing, man. Another exciting week in the books. I, uh, let's see, what do we do with Doc Comedy this week? Not Doc Comedy, a comedy shows near me. Uh, we had a couple good shows this week. We had uh, we had a show at uh, uh, Public Bar. Then we had, had a show at McGinty's. Another show at Crossroads 2 in downtown. In, uh, it's not, not downtown, so it's from week. And then we had, we were back at David Buster's Rumble Mills doing the damn thing. So it's been an exciting week, man. We can't wait to get the guys on and start talking about it. Uh, I hope they show, they show up at some Because both of them have bad uh, internet signals today. Working on it, I guess. I hope you never know. You never know. Sometimes, sometimes it's just me. And if it's just me for this for the next forty-five minutes, just understand it's gonna be some reckless ass shit said. And if I'm the only one here, I can say what I want to say. So I'm gonna start talking about people. And I'm and when I start talking about people, it's gonna be bad. It's bad, bad. You already can. It's Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let's see. And it's. Uh, go live with Candace. I hope, hope, hopefully it pops up. I don't know what's going on with it. There it is. Yeah, we can't lead, lead you to your own devices. You be saying anything on the fucking, on the air. I know, right? Yeah. Did my, my earbuds didn't connect. That's Where cool. are you? This is not the dot comedy studio. No. No, no, no. This is the the new dot comedy studio South. I am uh, I am at the new location. We, we we're, we're branching out. We're doing big things. Okay. We're, we're oh, I'm gonna turn my camera off for a while. And when my husband gets home, I gotta go. Y'all started an hour late. Y'all on Negro time today. Uh, yeah, y'all newlyweds, so you gotta get get the go get the clapping. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm going to cook dinner. That's where I'm going. Well, okay. Like a dutiful wife should. Oh, I, I, God. I, I can't tell you anything. <laughs> You're going to turn it into some bullshit no matter what I say. Hey, man. So you got to feed your man. Because if, if you don't feed him at home, they're going to feed him in the streets. Uh, he'll just go by his mom's house. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's, that's how that works, generally. Uh, but yeah, man, how's everything going with you, kids? Everything is going fantastic. I just came back from New York. Who's talking about my handsome Indian husband? Who is that? Oh, Cameron. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I just came back from New York, and I'm sad. I wish I could stay forever. I love New York so much. Oh, uh, well, well, we, uh, can you discuss what you were doing in New York? Uh, yeah, I was at a company event. Oh, okay. You know where I was at. Okay. I mean, I didn't know if we could discuss it. You, you know how you, you like top secret sometimes. Sometimes you yeah, like, that's yeah, true. we can talk about that. Actually, we probably shouldn't discuss it at this time, honestly. Thank, Thank you Thank for you. reminding me. I'm glad I have you around because I would have fucked up. <laughs> we've, we've been on this podcast for damn near 10 years. I know what we can and can't talk about most weeks. Thank you. Thank you for <laughs> Fucking stopping me because I was about to go in because you know this shit was amazing. Oh yeah, I can't <laughs> talk about it right now. No, it was lit. Uh, at least I can talk about that right now. I can talk about it on on June first. June first. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that. Oh uh, man, but so what's, what's going on with you? So did you get to do some stand up when you're up in New York? I did not get to do any stand up when I was up in New York, but the event that I was at, we won't say. What who hosted the event and why I was there, but it was amazing. And they had some really cool surprise guests. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, 50 Cent, French Montana, it was insane. Yeah, the chain smokers, they were there yeah. too. Yes, the chain smokers were there. Oh, I keep forgetting about them. So that is a, I left right after they started. That's like the Coachella North. Yeah, that was insane. Like, I didn't, I didn't think that was a lineup you could have. Happens, so um, yeah. I like that asked to join just to not be on fucking camera. Fucking worse. Trying to eat. 
my dinner, but I can't because this is timed all horribly. Joey, tell, 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 tell the story, Joey. Tell the story, Joey. Tell the story. Tell what story? You know what the fuck I'm talking about. Don't play with me. I want all the details. Say it on air. Well, well, kids, I'll tell you, once upon a time, there was a guy and a lady, and uh, there was a proposal. And that's about it. That's the whole story. <laughs> Yay! And there was acoustic um, guitar. Okay, you tell it. I'm, I'm not going to tell it. Okay. So, um, this has been in the works for a while now. Uh I'm in. I'm in looking to 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 pop the question. I had. I this this was a series of of, of hoops that had to be jumped through, and uh, expenses I didn't know were part of the package. Like I knew I had to. I had to get the the ring, but I didn't know that there was going to be like phase gating to be able to ask the question. So, I. Uh, Cause you had to uh -huh. tell every damn body. She deserved a surprise. Every girl wants to be surprised, and you had to tell her whole damn family. Right. So you had to tell him. You had to talk to him about it. I mean, I understand it's tradition. Shit, you got you got to be you a traditional woman now. You should understand tradition. You cooking dinner for your man. Make sure he's fed. I know, but I, I mean, Joey told like, but okay, go ask her dad. Yeah, but Joey told like fifty-seven people. Well, you haven't told. Nigeria. You might as well. You post it on Nigeria.com. What the family chose to do at their event is on them. So first, I got the ring, right? Then I knew that I had to ask what the what the Nigerian procedures and policies were because <laughs> I had no idea. So I asked her brother to help me out. Did now her brother had a cattle and some goats. That's that's what I'm. I, I no, there, there was no there was no dowry situation. So, oh, okay. so her her bro's like, okay, you just need to uh, you know bring a bottle and meet my dad and da da da. Then like after like a week of waiting to see if they could meet on a particular date, uh, he goes, oh no, I forgot. You have to go get the godparents' approval to yeah. go get them to come with you to the parents' house. You have to have a member of the family there as an advocate. And then, um, so I had to go to their house first. This is too much. So I, I get the godparents on board. And then we had to reschedule the meeting with the parents for later. Um, okay. This is all while still producing 10 shows a month. Uh, so, like a rabid crackhead. So then... You had, um, to, you had to have... The grandparents and also an advocate, like a representative. The godparents, not the grandparents. The godparents. The, the godparents the were. Godparents. They, the godparents knew me, so they were. They were. They were. They were there on my behalf. Oh, so you have to have have a family member to speak on your behalf to the dad whose behalf you're trying to get. This is too much. I feel like. Oh yeah, I didn't mean whether it was too too much or not. So then here's the thing, she's also like. Uh, uh, by 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 trade, a decorator of things, and she she does a lot of decorate for a lot of things. But chief among them, engagements. So her of course. So her sister thinks it's a good idea, because when I get the ring, of course, the sister has to be involved, and she takes. She's like, I need to, you know, I want to see the ring. Bring it over. Bring it over. So I bring her the ring, and then within a day of that happening, the sister took it upon herself to decide that, hey, I'm gonna call my sister who does decorations and ask if she wants me to decorate this is why you can't tell everybody they fuck shit up i know but i'm i'm just following directions i was told that the siblings are the two people i had to tell okay fine right who said that? So then like, that's again, not i feel like that's again my so i had i knew from day one my very simple proposal plan one i ain't doing all that decoration shit and two i ain't having a party Right, so I was like, "All right, we're gonna pick a place that's pretty, so I don't have to decorate shit. I'm gonna get someone to play play music, and I'm gonna get a photographer. That's it. That was the whole plan. That was always the plan." So Joey, I reached out. Since you had to ask every day, you had to involve every damn body anyway. You should have just done it, or you could have just done it 
like at a family event because you had to involve everybody any fucking way. No, because it would have ruined it. How would it have ruined it? Because I don't, I don't want 150 people there for my engagement. Okay. He didn't even invite me, and I and I was like chief amongst everything, trying to get him to propose like six months ago. I told him to propose a year ago because I was like, you ain't gonna get no better. You ain't gonna get no better. So anyway. Older, Cam. Older. Fucking marriage. Good. Oh, Marcus. When did you become one of those? I've always advocated marriage. I, I believe marriage is the is the uh, pinnacle of, of of existence. If you if you're not married, you're doing something wrong. I, I believe. Weren't you the one that was surprised that I was even thinking about it? Hey, I up. think you said. Well, I didn't. I didn't see you as a married guy, Joey. I'm pretty sure it was something you said at one point. Marcus said that. Pretty sure. Pretty sure that was a conversation that was had. At some point in the distant past, me and Joey were supposed to be running these streets doing bald-headed hoe shit. And so I didn't see Joey marrying nobody. I mean, it's honest, honest truth, because I, I didn't see myself marrying too many people. But, I mean, I, we're all in different places now. The Lord has found a place for me, and and, and, and he has placed me there. And, and if she keeps staring at me, I'm gonna have to say I do right right now some shit. Just keep looking over here at me in the middle of this dumbass conversation. I didn't mean to hijack the story. I just am very upset that you had to involve so many people because once you do that, you can't keep it a secret. Right. She one hundred percent knew, I'm sure. But anyway, keep going. So I had to so then but I I, I successfully my acting skills kicked in. I, I successfully played down that uh that nonsense. That's so then, and then uh we got through so then I, I got the got to the parents thing. I had to get my mom to come. I had to get so they that like so now it's the day before Easter. I have her parents there. I have my mom. I have her godparents there. I have her sister and brother there. I have her cousins there. I have uh, uh, two babies and a couple other friends of the family. This is what I'm there's saying. Everyone was, you could have just there's proposed right there. Damn near 20 people in this room, two of which are children, which we know can't be trusted. And At then, all. so then I get permission that night, right now. See, I was lucky enough. So, this is the, the, the hustle with that part that was even trickier. They have a ring doorbell that maps to her phone because they're not tech savvy. So they had to cover all the cameras, <laughs> which would have this been a giveaway. But fortunately, she was so busy at her at her catering job that day that she didn't didn't pay attention to the ring going off sixteen times. Never saw the saw, <laughs> saw the ring. The, never saw the suspicious ring notification where there was no image. So. <laughs> Bullet. So that should have been a giveaway, but we dodged that bullet. Next morning, we have we have Easter Sunday at her sister's house. There is her, and during during which someone mentioned one of the babies that no one had seen yet that was at the function. So then they had to play off like where they saw. Oh, she's like, "Where did you see your baby?" Oh, Facetime. Mm. What's up, Skip? They fucking up. They fucked up the whole. Oh time. yeah. And then, and then, and her, and then her husband, and then uh, her sister's husband uh, mentioned my mom, and it was like, "How do you know my mom?" And thankfully, something else distracted. But like, there were so many close calls on Easter Sunday that I was, just, I was ready to fold the whole thing in. Wait, your your mom? When did they meet your mom? At the at the at the knocking they call it when you when you ask for someone's parents. Uh, hand, uh, permission. It's called a knocking. So, but you, you traditionally have to bring your parents to that. I had to bring a family member to that. Thomas wasn't available. Thomas was no, he wasn't. But we we burned with the one time use of Thomas on uh, our visit to my uncle's house the week before. Okay. We only uh, get one, one. We only get one using of the Thomas per month. Gotcha. And, <laughs> and our April. Well, excursion was to uh, Delaware to visit my uh, my cousin and my uncle. Okay. So, 
So, so it went. It went. Did it go well? I mean, did she cry? Oh, oh yeah. So, so we got past the, the that shit, and then I had to like plan it. So now I'm looking for a nice day. I have to find the one day that she's she's not working and I'm not working in all this in the, in the short time frame and have it be nice outside. Okay. I mean, so, so that's in the and, and I got to coordinate schedules with the with the musician who is our old friend Dan Barry, who used to do uh, musical guest things for our, for for dot comedy. So yeah. I, I got I coordinated. And Rashawn Gosswhite did the photos. So I had to get their schedules synced up and figure that out. So finally, I'm like, all right, I kind of want to do it up at the up at, around the lake at Rio, up in Gaithersburg. But I didn't know, like, how to convince her to go up there without it being kind of weird. So I brought up – I had this, I had this like, clever idea of, oh, you know, you know, it's really hard to get people to go to, go to restaurants they, twice. Because like, I actually looked this up. So I don't know if you know this, but like seventy percent of people don't go to the same restaurant twice. Really? And the and the example I used was we went to that yard house before and we liked it, but we've never been back. So that was the conversation of, oh, let's go up, let's go to the yard house again. We haven't gone since that one time, and we had a good time. Okay. So, so that was a, a way to rationalize it, right? That it wasn't too obvious. But as the okay. day went on, she started to pick up little hints. But See? she still was surprised. So we get we get there and now like her friend her so I have so I the ring came in this box that was hideous. This little red carpet box. It was the ugliest thing I've ever seen. So I had to um I couldn't give I couldn't give her to her in that box. I had to order another box. So I order a wooden box that has a light in it. But I didn't plan on the dimensions of this thing. It's no way I could put this in my pocket with my thick ass hips. So I'm like, even with my jacket, my jacket's too thin. The red there's no, there's no way, there's no way I can successfully carry this thing on my person without it being obvious. Mm -hmm. So I had to basically have this hidden in my car, and then have her best friend come out to be the ring manager so she, so, yeah basically so anyway she now she pulls up right so we get there there's a wait at the restaurant there was no way to make reservations for some reason yard house doesn't do that so and i'm trying to time this for sunset right so i'm trying right. i'm hoping we you know i'm too long of a wait because i'm trying to make sure dinner ends on time mm -hmm. so then i'm like Okay, well, we got like 15 minutes. Why don't we go over to Dick's? So we go over to Dick's Sporting Goods there across the street. And her, friend almost, and her friend almost fucks it up because she goes to park and drives, drives right by us. But so Kalechi, for a split second, thought she saw the car, but she didn't say anything. So I guess she would let, let that go. But it was like that close because if she saw her friend, then it's a wrap, right? There's no reason. Her friend lives in Columbia. There was no reason for her to be there. So, luckily, we're able to get to the get to the you know finally get, we get so I text her like, all right, just just stay put until we get seated, right? So we get seated at the restaurant, and then I'm like on my phone because I have to unlock the door from my phone. So. Finally, she, I let her get the ring. She closes it. She goes out and she goes and waits with the other guys. Now it's cold. So last night it was it was like fifty degrees and falling and windy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was just definitely a lot of close calls. A lot of close calls. Yeah, she definitely was surprised. So. <laughs> Thank, thank you, Rashad. Thank you so much for doing the photos for us. Those, those were they came out beautiful. We really appreciate it. So, we get so we finished the meal, right? And I had to. I knew I had to plug the the walk around the lake because if I, it's getting dark, it's cold. There's no way if I'm like insistent on a walk around the lake after the meal that it's gonna fly. I had to set it up ahead of time. Mm -hmm. So. I'd already, I was like, I really want to go for a walk out there. You know, I'm not going to be full. I don't want to go home full. So so she's like, all right, fine. We'll go for a walk. So we go for the walk. And and then we're like, walk around. And then we're coming up around the lake. But now there's like, and we're getting close, right? It's like 7.50. And sunset's at 7.53. Like, we're right, we're right there. 
Okay. So we're trying to get there, and next thing I know, my nemesis, Canada geese, are everywhere, and they decide to cross with their little uh, uh, fuckwad ducklings uh, and, and get in the way and hold us up. And I was like, I can't, I can't just go around them because I know that they're assholes and they're territorial. So I, the last thing I want to do is have this whole night end with me fighting a goose and not proposing. <laughs> so... I withhold my frustration of these geese, and I hate Canada geese. I hate them with a passion. Because for, for as nice as you've known every Canadian person ever to be, the geese are equally assholes. Gotcha. So finally, we're getting closer, and she's starting to see. She's like, "What's going on up there?" And she sees, you know, Dan's on the bench playing music, and then she's like, "Then she starts starts tearing up and freaking out." She's like, "What is this? What's happening?" And then she yeah. saw her friend, and then her friend handed me the ring, and then yeah, she just started bawling. Oh, that's beautiful. Tell everybody what Dan was playing. Yeah. Tell everybody. Everyone with Dan was playing. Oh, oh, oh. Um, it was uh, 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 So Into You by Fabulous and uh, Tamia. Mm -hmm. Oh, the guitar. So. Oh, is that the missus? Huh? Yeah. What? I was asking if that's the is coming home. It is. Yeah, oh. she should pop in and say hello to our viewers. <laughs> Yeah. No, she's shy. She's super shy. Hi, guys. No, no one sees our spouses on the podcast. That's not what right. we do. We don't, show, we don't show spouses on this podcast. Oh, God. We have, some, we have some aggressive members of our fan base that might uh, yeah. get. Uh, that's your husband, yeah. Why are you cooking his dinner yet? I'm doing this. I'm getting ready to hang up on you. I wanted to hear the story first. And I wanted, to, I wanted to tell Kalechi, um, a congratulations, but she doesn't want to pop in. Yeah, man. Oh, uh, said you could pop the hand in. They want to... Yeah, at least just the, the ring. ring. This, this way with the ring. How? Her nails are not done. She's worried about. Uh, okay, make a fit. Make a fit. The camera's up there. There you go. It's gorgeous. Oh my God! Congratulations! Thank you. Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful ring on a beautiful hand, marrying a beautiful man, beautiful couple, interracial love all around. Everybody got love. You got love. I, I, I don't. I don't know where I feel. I don't. It makes you feel warm and tingly inside. To see all this, all this love on, on the other side of the screen. I'm not married. You know, these, these hands are ashy. There ain't no rings What's on them. What's happening? So, a whole new box I'm now. Here. I'm just here. I'm living. You need some lotion. Them knuckles ashy. Oh, you got here. That ain't what we were talking about. We were talking about love. It's different than that. Way bigger. So I'm going that's around. So just basic. Okay. Yeah, that's a kind of thing. Yeah. Go, go make your man dinner before, got, before it gets too late. She's yeah, got a, a bunch of a bunch of imposters. She got a bunch of decoy rings that she brought just so that she can uh <laughs> preserve. <laughs> that she can wear the fake ones around so that nothing happens oh, okay. to the real. So she's like got the infinity stones like in uh in uh what was that? Um in the in the damn um Loki show. Like all the infinity stones. <laughs> in the drawer. Yeah, yeah. Takes one out, puts it on. Uh, well, congratulations, Joe Lafaro. One more time. Beep, 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 beep. Joey's getting married. I'm getting choked up. Joey's getting married. Uh, and the show's, the show's getting old, man. I, 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 on the other hand, am, am sitting here in a, in a, in a, in a hoodie inside. Uh, cold. I don't know why. It's old. Oh, oh! I forgot one more thing. Uh, okay. The day before, um, I had to go pick up the ring from her sister's house where I had stashed it. And uh, she took one last shot at ruining the whole thing by texting her and being like, hey, so no one asked my permission. What's going on? What's a 
And then she texts me back and goes, oh, she doesn't know anything. I'm like, I didn't ask you to find out if she knows or not. You're not a, you are not a master of espionage. Leave this alone. The sister, the sister was definitely the weakest link. The sister was yeah, the weakest the link. The most weakest link. The most well, I just weakest link. My house. I got a safe. You get it stolen in my safe. Can you tell about Andrew? Hmm? Can you tell about Andrew? Oh, yeah. We had that conversation already. Uh, All right. So what's going on in the world, Joey? Uh, so, you know your boy, Keenan Thompson? Yeah. The greatest SNL performer ever. Uh, he decided to dress like a monkey and show up on Weekend Update. <laughs> People are feeling some type of way about it. <laughs> fuck with that like what like no okay besides just him did no one at snl did no one at nbc did no one at like on at any level did no one stop and think this is not okay to put a black man in a monkey suit on national tv well, like, he's not so huh he's one of the writers so he wrote that shit like there were so many times when that could have been stopped how did it get all the way to air? Well, it's like when Vince McMahon called Johnson a nigga on national TV, and everybody's like, how did that even get through everybody? And they went, he wrote it. He wanted to say it. What you, what you, he wanted to dress up like a monkey. He I'm saying. He's been waiting for his opportunity patiently. <laughs> Pretty much. Do you think they're just out of ideas because he's been on the show too long and they can't think of anything else to do with him? What are we going to do with this monkey? Put him in a suit. All right, shit. <laughs> They're trying to get him canceled because there's no other way to get rid of him? Yeah. <laughs> Supposedly, the uh, the idea behind it was supposed to be related to the Super Mario Brothers movie, which has been doing really well at the box office. And instead of having him be Donkey Kong, they thought it would be funny to make him Funky Kong. But I think they just made it more racist. No, I, I, there's something I saw where Funky Kong is an actual character that he was being. Was it? No, I think, I think it was a, I think the joke was that Funky Kong was mad that he got snubbed from being in the movie. No, no, no. He's an actual character with like a do rag and shorts. I thought I saw. Nintendo made a character called Funky Kong? Look, look it up. I'm telling you. He really is a character. Told you. This is really a thing. Funky Kong is a recurring Kong in the Donkey Kong franchise. So that does not excuse it, but at least it's an explanation. Like, he was being an actual character. He wasn't being a monkey. He was being Funky Kong. That's what we're going to go with. Yeah. Which is still not okay, but, I mean, at least it's like... Well, it's, it makes it is an easygoing surfer. Funky is a very skilled mechanic. Creating many vehicles and other inventions from limited Mark, materials. Who was that? Huh? Who was that? Don't ask questions about people walking in the background of my shot. That is not that is not for public consumption. Who was who that? I thought you said no significant others on the podcast. Didn't you just say that shit? <laughs> I can't be held responsible for other people walking in my shot. I don't know what that You just said that. <laughs> <laughs> Joey eats puppies. Wait a minute. <laughs> what? Is Joey I mean, that popular? I heard the dog tastes good, but... Joey about to join a kicker puppy company in a minute. So I, I'm, I'm, yeah, he'd eat some too. You're, you're considering it as well. Oh, I damn sure am. I, 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 fuck the pores. I'm, I'm about to smoke. I ain't worried about the poor people. Poor people kiss ass. <laughs> Just trying well, to be the change I want to see in the world. Hey, uh, so so he did change. That. What did he do? What did he do in the costume? Did he do something special? I didn't. I never got a chance to watch this. No, he was just mad. He it was the, the premise was like that 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 character was mad he wasn't in, included in the movie. That was okay. I can't believe that they. I can't believe that got through so many layers, like the writer's room, the, like, you know, all of this stuff and made it on air. That's insane. 
I'm not surprised. No, nope. I'll say that much. Insensitive all the way up the ladder. No one came in and was like, "We definitely can't do this." Him specifically, like what? He should have been. They, well, he also voice to say no. He didn't portray. He didn't portray it true to the character either. Because supposedly from the description, Funky Kong's supposed to be a surfer dude. He's supposed to be a surfer dude mechanic, and he definitely wasn't playing it that way. Uh, uh nah. Anyway. Oh, did you hear about Tucker Carlson? I gotta go in a yeah. minute, but I'm gonna do something good. What do we have next that's good? They fired Tucker Carlson at, and uh... And Don Lemon. And Don they Lemon. both got let go. For what? They Saying some racist shit? Well, CNN, or I think Fox cut Tucker so they can pay some money for the bullshit they got to pay. Um, Don Lemon been getting ready to get fired for like the last like three, four months. Yeah, they, this has been a long been time. Been looking for a reason to fire him. He been, he been fucking up. But hey, I'm not mad about either firing. Um... Because I don't really like Don Lemon to begin with. I never have. Uh, you see, you see him like a fake one. And then uh, Tiger Carlson is just a dick anyway. He, he just, he just so these dick. two are gonna make make a show together now, right? That's what's gonna happen. Oh next. yeah, oh yeah. It's gonna be on TV One. They're gonna put a show together and put it on TV One. TV It's called Tucker the Don. Tucker the Don. There you go. There, it, it works. <laughs> I thought they were going to call it Orange of the New Black. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. But it, I, knew so, I knew somebody major was going to get fired at, uh, at Fox after they, after they settled with, the, uh, with those Dominion people. Because that's a lot of goddamn money they have to recoup. Oh, Don Don's upset though. He said he said after seventeen years at CNN, I would have thought that someone in management would have the decency to tell me directly. At no time was I ever given any indication I would not be able to continue to do the work I have loved in the network. It is clear there are some larger issues at play. With that said, I want to thank my colleagues there and the many teams I have worked for with an incredible run. They are the most talented journalists in the business and I wish them all the best. Okay. What's going on? Oh man, where have you been? Yeah. What's wrong with you, Fox? What's wrong with him? Huh? What's wrong with Jamie Fox? Nobody knows. No he one's had, saying what the hell happened to him. He had like a stroke. He's been hospitalized oh. for like three weeks, but no one's and saying. Then he, and then he had a setback. Yeah. So no one's like really saying. I'm really wondering what's wrong with him, too. Nick Cannon said he's awake and alert. I don't know why Nick Cannon's the one giving the updates, but uh, awake and alert. I don't know, I don't know what to do with um, uh, like it's it's a weird situation. Uh, awake and alert, or seems to suggest that at some point he was unconscious. Yeah. So yeah. maybe he car accident. No, they would have said a car accident. No, yeah, he it wasn't an accident. He just says it. It, it just says uh, suffering a medical complication. Hmm. And they're not saying it. Yeah, Ken said, I can't really say what it is, but it'll be out there soon. Hmm. Well, we'll see. I hope, I hope he makes a full recovery, though, because he's, he's one of our greatest. Can't, I, can't see, I, can't see, I can't see a film world without Jamie Foxx, though. Hewitt said uh, Don got fired after going back and forth with that Indian American. What Indian American? I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't pay attention to Don Lemon's exploits. <laughs> You're not a fan of Jamie Fox? No. Ever since he did that, there was this roast that they were. I don't even remember who they were roasting, but one of the a comedian was up there. And he just like humiliated this guy in front of everybody. Have you seen that clip? Well, because the guy kept going. The guy kept going. He should have sat his ass down before he he was up there amongst some of the funniest people in comedy. Right. And he should have sat, sat down. He was a novice and he shouldn't have been on that stage. I, I feel like 
you shouldn't get that much joy and amusement out of like humiliating someone. It was very, very mean. Very. But that's what roast is. <laughs> they weren't supposed to be roasting that guy. That guy was one of the roasters. No, and Jamie roast everybody everybody gets roasted at a roast. <laughs> everybody. It wasn't, every, if you what, walk into the roast, you're part of the roast. Okay, but roast are good spirited. Oh, hey, we're all making fun of each other. That went past it. That went to mean he was purposely trying to humiliate that guy, and I just thought it was so mean. See, I, I don't, I don't believe that. Like, I watched the whole thing. I have to watch, watch the clip because I don't. And it doesn't you know, it it feel like that to me. It felt like it felt like he was just going in on him because he was because he was trash. Okay. It just it didn't have the friendly spirit of how like roasts have. It seemed very mean spirited. When I watch it, that's what I get from it. Where are these what are you saying? Is like, all karma for some, for some roast? No, no, no. I'm just saying I haven't been a fan of him ever since I saw that. You know, that was like 99, right? It's ever since then, I just never liked him. I was like, but this you is... Never, you didn't like Ray? This is... When that happened... But I didn't see it until after. Oh, yeah, it had, that happened in like 99, 98, this is 99. Like cancel culture bullshit stuff you did. It's so old. Yeah, I didn't see that. It was after Ray when I saw it. It was after the movie where the president saved him. Like, no, I want to be mad at him now. That happened a long, long time ago. Like, it was. That was a VHS video that it was on. <laughs> That's how old that was. It wasn't like, it wasn't me. Monique was there, Tracy Morgan. It was like, it probably was the 90s, honestly. Who from was the, cast the victim that was. comic? Somebody you ain't never going to hear about again. I can't, I don't even know his name. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't, it, he wasn't good, and he shouldn't have been up there with the rest of those heavy hitters. He just got caught. Caught up. He got caught up. He got caught up in a corner roast. You know how you have everybody go on you at one point. Just on, just everybody on the block just going at each other, and they focus on you, and you're like, yeah. Some people can't. Shit. Hey, Ken, yeah. well, he don't get in the roast. Uh, he definitely was up there. Veterans, like like Monique was sitting directly next to him. I think Steve Harvey was. It was like a bunch of veterans around this table. Um, and he's the only guy who I never heard of. Like everybody else was like a big, a big name. His name's Doug Williams. Doug Williams. Happened in the polar thousands. I don't think it was the nineties. I want to say it's two thousand something. What? It was at the. It was at the Shaq All Star roasted Emmett Smith. There it is. And that was the thing. <laughs> what? They were roasting Emmett Smith, and the dude didn't say anything funny when he was roasting Emmett Smith. So then Jamie was like, "You're not funny. Stop while you're ahead and just sit down." And the dude's like, "Oh, now I got voices talking to me in the back." And he's like, "Yeah, they're telling you to sit down. Please listen to the voices telling you to sit down." He was the. <laughs> Emmett Smith, but he was trying to like make jokes about Jamie, and then Jamie started going in. Yeah. Okay, so what the fuck are we talking about here? <laughs> Wasn't Speaking in like a friend roast way. When you watch it, you'll see. All right. Well, speaking of comedy, have you guys heard about uh, Tom Brady's new hour special? What? So. <laughs> Do uh, you remember Will Sasso from Mad TV? Yes. He has a podcast with his guy, Chad Coltgen, and he basically, the podcast is with an AI. It's him and an AI, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, they, and the AI decided to take it upon himself to see if he could make a Tom Brady stand-up special using, like, <laughs> AI-written scripts and a bunch of Tom Brady interviews. 
So it's all cobbled together, and they made an AI Tom Brady that tells us the simulated comedy special. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to like a few minutes of it, and like one of the jokes had to do with like, you know, well, humans shit so much and talk about shit, they must like shit. They must eat shit, breathe shit. It was like, what the <laughs> it was so it was so weird, but it was like, but it's his voice. <laughs> they used the AI voice thing. Oh uh, yeah, Tom Brady. Tom Brady is finding it hilarious that they did this at all. And he wrote a they, uh, TV twelve sent a set, cease and desist letter. Really? Oh, you know, I have to go. All right. Make the dinner all right. Go make your fried rice. It's nothing. It's biryani. Look it up. Bye. It's rice in a skillet with seasoning, meat, and vegetables. It's fried rice. Bye. Making long fried rice. But yeah, don't don't go watch that roast, Joey. I don't. I don't care. But yeah, I, I thought that was hilarious that uh <laughs> Oh, there's a quote. Anybody on the D on the apps right now, I'm recently single and thinking about getting on them. But here's the problem. I've never been on them. I don't really know what I'm doing. Someone sent me a message on Bumble. She said, You look just like Tom Brady and I said, I am Tom Brady. She said, Prove it. So I went to her house and let a little air out of her footballs. <laughs> That's, that's that's a good one, right? <laughs> it's hilarious, but the, <laughs> the problem is they're just like. But Tom Brady's like try like like no, take it down now. It's like this is they said it's simulated. They say it's AI, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem: he can't write a better special, which is probably why he's mad. It's like I don't do, I don't do that. Uh, it's called It's Too Easy, a simulated hour-long comedy special. I might have looked at it. Yeah. Uh, so what's going on? What else is going on in the world, man? Uh, uh, do you remember uh, the ghetto superstar himself, Praz? Yeah, so uh, Praz is a snitch. We'll begin deliberating Monday morning in the case of former Fuji's member Praz Michelle, who the Justice Department is accused of being the linchpin of an international multi-million dollar conspiracy. The three-week trial featured testimony from a diverse cast, including Leonardo DiCaprio and former Attorney General Jeff Sessions. And took members of the jury on a whining seven-year narrative of alleged corruption, greed, and failed conspiracies. Where do you get that group of people to, to be in the same situation as? This, they have to make a movie about this. Like, they have to. There's too many, there's too many weird quirks. Why is Jeff Sessions and Leonardo DiCaprio in a courtroom together? I don't think that's, un- that's unnecessary for some reason to me. Unregistered agent of China and Malaysian billionaire Joe Lau working in the U.S. to gain political connections and influence. Prosecutors contend that Michelle was paid millions by Lau to secure access to both the Obama and Trump administration and that he attempted to use those connections to advocate on Lau and China's behalf. In 2012, Lau paid Michelle $20 million to help Lau get a picture with then-President Obama Michelle testified last week. He also funneled over $800,000 of that money to Obama Victory Fund through various straw donors at several events attended by the president. What the hell? This shit's crazy. Oh, cool. Here's the alleged conspirators. Here's the other people involved. Others that prosecutors say were involved in the alleged conspiracy have pled guilty, including George Higginbotham, who was employed at the time as a senior congressional affairs specialist of the Justice Department, and Elliot Broidy, a top Republican fundraiser. Okay. But I'm still I'm still trying to get my head around Prize being a double agent. <laughs> <laughs> he also told the jury he was simply a connector, helping Lau find counsel for civil charges 
brought by the United States government and letting government officials, including FBI agents, know that China wanted Guo extradited. That's weird. There's a lot here. There's a lot to unpack here. It's so weird. Like, I'd, I'd like, I'd like, this morning I woke up and they were like, people aren't going to understand Prize is the government informant. I'm like, huh? I was like, he was informing on the refugees? What the hell was he doing? <laughs> How deep am I supposed to go into this? And now it and sounds like just he kept the refugees together. Thorn <laughs> Hill and, 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 and Wyclef just kept the Fugees together, we'd be in a better place. Prize would have gone up string and, and help China get influence in America. What kind of shit? I never thought that would be a statement. That sounds like an AI statement. <laughs> uh, refugee singer, refugee singer, Prizewell, a Chinese informant <laughs> and middleman for conspiracy to influence American politics. That sounds ridiculous as hell. <laughs> so much like unnecessary here. Oh, oh man. Uh, so what else going on, man? Uh. There's a. So you heard about uh, Bud Light's new marketing campaign? Didn't they put a, tra a transsexual on there? Uh, believe so. Uh, Anheuser Busch has decided to shake up its marketing leadership after its Bud Light brand became quite literally a target for conservatives angered by a campaign featuring a transgender social media influencer. Mm -hmm. Uh, they have Alyssa Heinerscheid, who oversaw Bud Light Marketing, has taken a leave of absence. Oh. And Todd Allen, a vice president of global marketing for Budweiser, has been appointed. And as the Bush confirmed Allen's new duties in a statement today, USA, we have made some adjustments to streamline the structure of our marketing function to reduce layers so that our most senior marketers are more closely connected to every aspect of our brand, brand activities. Translation, uh, we need need someone who actually pays attention to shit so that dumb shit like this doesn't happen again. <laughs> While that's noble of them to want to do that, mm -hmm. there was zero chance this was going to work. That was not the target market. Like, no, why no, would no, you... No. Not even close. This was like, not, not going to go their way. That was not... The, like you have a billion brands. You could have created a brand. You could have picked a different, smaller brand. To, to Nope. We're going to throw this at one of our largest brands, knowing the demographic of that brand. Uh -huh. Did you see the video of the guy in, like, a Walmart? Where you're just throwing Anheuser-Busch products on the ground? <laughs> and he was just... See, like, now it was worth it. Imagine getting upset over Bud Light. That's the part that is still hilarious of the whole thing. Yeah, that is funny as shit. Like, not like, only are like, you yeah. upset about trash beer. <laughs> this is what makes this whole thing hilarious, right? It's like, on the one hand, this is a dumb thing to do on Anheuser Bush's part. On the other hand, it kind of feels like a troll. <laughs> it does. Because the, the people care about Bud Light, care about it way too much, because there's no reason. <laughs> no, there's none. There's no reason to so, be that upset about that shit. Not at all. No. Not even a little bit. The only thing you should be upset about is that you were drinking Bud Light in the first place. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. What else is going on, Jeff? Uh... Oh, my God. Wait. Okay, so this was the plan. Bud Light for partnering with TikTok star Dylan Mulvaney to promote a contest. In, April, on, in an April 1st Instagram post, Mulvaney displayed a personalized Bud Light can with an image of her face printed on the front and discussed the company's $15,000 giveaway tied to March Madness. That's after March Madness, first of all. <laughs> what would... How would? All right, I'm over this. None of it makes any sense. Not a single goddamn bit of it. Uh, so, uh, have you ever considered having your appendages lengthened? No, I got long 
arms and legs. So I'm pretty good. I know. You I thought about it. I'd be lying if I did. I just want longer arms so they're proportionate. I don't want anything crazy, but uh, there are like, certain men. You who, have like three more inches of arm. Well, it it seems that it's become the the 2023 is the year that the song uh, "I Wish I Was a Baller," "I Wish I Was a Little Bit Taller," uh, <laughs> has become a group of people. Uh, a young, a 26 year old man has had a leg lengthening surgery to take his height from five seven to five ten. Yeah, three inches of height. Yep. Five seven. Yeah, he's still short. Uh, <laughs> but he's five ten now. He said shorter men routinely get spoken down to just because of this trait that they can't control. My goal is never to be tall. It's to be a place where no one comments on my height. Do you feel that way? He said. No one comments on my height. I'm five eight. I'm not one of these little people. <laughs> That one inch matters a lot. <laughs> hey, tell them about it, man. I understand completely. <laughs> I'm not generally referred to as short just because I'm just taller than the short guy. Yeah. I'm at I'm at the very bottom end of, of average. Yeah. <laughs> like you you're not like you're not like freakishly short. Like you're shorter than me, but I'm like right. I'm basketball player tall. Right. Like I'm short basketball player, <laughs> right? That's how I generally look at my at my height. I'm like if, if I was to go play like on a corner, I go play at the, at the the local rec center. I'd be tall, but I'd be short amongst them, right? But you, you you're not like you're not like freakishly short. Like I I don't think you would ever need lengthening. Like you, you wouldn't like if you did that, I would laugh at you. I would. Be more concerned about lengthening my arms than my leg because I have short arms and it's annoying. Yeah, you got T Rex arms. Like you, you just got to just stay just sit right in here with it. <laughs> like yeah. I just want to do when I like reach across my body and not get stuck on my boobs. Like that's. Well, you know what you gotta do there. You gotta get rid of the boobs. The boobs are, are the problem. Well, they're always something on my chest. They either have pecs or boobs. Just depends upon how. My life's going at that time. How how soft you feel that day? There's always something. Yeah, it's just it's a firmness. There's always matter there. Uh, oh man! All right, we got time about one more. How much is this? Are you looking into it now? I just want to know the seventy-five thousand dollar four-hour operation, which is not generally covered by insurance involves cutting the thigh bones in each leg, inserting rods inside them. Then over the next three to four months, the rods are lengthened up by up to one millimeter, 4.04 inches per day, via an external remote control. New bone grows over the rods. Physical therapy is required. For four months following his surgery, Alex went to four to five times per week and used a walker. As he regained his mobility, he switched to using a cane. The final step of the process is removing the rods. Alex returned for that hour-long procedure a year after the first operation, and his insurance fitted the $10,000 bill. In total, it, Alex estimated the whole process cost him $100,000. $100,000 for three inches? Nah, I'm good. Here's my thing. I don't know if I trust those three inches. Yeah. Like, am I just taller but i can't actually like run or play sports because it doesn't sound he just wants to like that's gonna stand. do it. he wants to stand amongst tall people but if you want to be an athlete this is not gonna work for you this isn't gonna work for me either you know how tight my body already is from all the they can't make that longer and then add to it that's never gonna work because <laughs> they would have to cut your like like forearm, it'll make your forearms longer. That would grow. Is that what that, they do? That's a lot less muscle there. I got a lot of meat on my body. Yeah. I mean, this dude's a skinny bitch. Huh? He's skinny. He's skinny too. Yeah. Oh, sinewy ass. Yeah. Those are the types that get shit like that happening to him. 
right, let's hit one more, Jeff. I didn't have anything else. That was the end of the that was the end of the news news cycle for me. I don't know. Do you have any other stories? Oh, uh, you do a what they watching? You seen you seen anything lately? Um, what did I watch the other day? Oh, I did get to see John Wick. Okay. Did you see it? Did you ever watch it? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about it. You did? I thought we didn't. I we didn't talk about because I never see it. No, remember I. Was telling you about the the axe fight that didn't make any sense. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Like, <laughs> and, it, it, and then he dies. And then he dies from being fat, not the axes. <laughs> yeah, him and that fat guy were fucking weird. That 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 whole fight scene <laughs> with the fat guy was fucking crazy. Like he dropped him on his head, so that's what killed him. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Not the 10,000 cuts or the throat cut. He, he, seems like a very, he seems like a very rubbery fat guy. Like, things would yeah. bounce off of him. Yeah. yeah. The blind dude, that was a good addition. Uh, the marquee made no sense. I didn't think he was a necessary piece to that whole thing. That, that guy was annoying, yeah. Killing the Middle East. Guy at the beginning of the movie wasn't necessary. Crazy. They could save him for the end. Yeah, I don't know. That whole movie was kind of. It's just. It's just craziness. Have you seen Beef? No, I haven't. You'd enjoy it. It's on Netflix. It's uh. Ali Wong and a bunch of other Asian actors, but uh, it's it's about this road rage incident, and then you find out, oh no, it's not just that two people got into a road rage incident; they're both just horrible people. So, oh, I think I saw like a preview for it. Like it starts with like there's a like they almost back into each other, and then it gives him the finger, then he tries to chase him down. I saw that part. Yes, and so it just goes from there. Yes. That's basically the start of it. Okay. What you find out is this guy was, like, she was just an unhinged CEO person uh-huh. that, like, hates her life because she's a psychopath. And she has an imaginary friend and that you don't find out about till later. And then he was trying to kill himself, but then he didn't. And he tried to return the hibachi grills he was using to do it. I don't know why he's using hibachi grills to kill himself. It was the weirdest fucking suicide attempt I've ever seen. Is that what flew off his truck when he was chasing her? Yes. No. <laughs> I was like, he just bought whatever the fuck this flew off his truck. He's going to be pissed about that. No, it was no, he was trying to that. return them. He was trying to return them and they wouldn't let him. Oh, wow. wow. All right, I'm going to have to give that a shot. Yeah, you'll like that one. And then um, one I really liked, I don't know if you'll get into, Rob Lowe has a new show called Shit. I'm not called unstable. Unstable. What is it on? It's all, all on Netflix. Have you? Do you remember Better Off Ted? Sounds familiar. It was like a show on ABC for a while. Had a bunch of no-name actors, <laughs> but it was a uh, it was a funny it was like a funny lab show. Like they were inventing weird shit. Oh, okay. Um, this is kind of the same thing, but like a better version of it. Okay. Okay. And yeah, Rob Rob Lowe plays like a like a eccentric uh, billionaire mad scientist guy. So he's trying to and and he his wife died and he he's like been like extra weird since he um since he since she died. <laughs> so they're trying to like get him to invent shit so that the company he stays ahead of the company. Oh, okay. His, his actual son is in it with him. His actual son's in? Yeah. John Lowe? It's super weird because his son looks like uh like like a Doogie Hauser. Like he looks <laughs> like leave it to his son has a very weird look. His son looks like a uh he looks like one of those old young people, you know what I mean? <laughs> he looks like he doesn't belong. He looks like an old boy. Like he's <laughs> I, I, I could get, I get that. And I versus, get that. versus Rob Lowe is like, you know, 
is like a, a model aged well. Like, mm-hmm. so it's weird because like one's actually old as shit, but looks young, and the other one's young but looks older than he's supposed to. It it's a weird dynamic. Okay. And it's called. What's but it's called funny. Uh, uh, unstable. Unstable. Okay. Unstable. Right. Better off Ted if you find it, it's pretty good, but they're very similar shows. Okay. All right. I'll check them out. I'll check my definitely, man. But hey, man, it's been a fun week, man. We got shows this week. We and, got uh, um, uh, what is that? Um, Spl- not Splash Lounge. I keep wanting to call it Splash Lounge. I don't know why. It's, we have public bar tomorrow night uh, with Mike Quinlan, and I'm hosting. <laughs> Awesome. Domo Can will be there. Okay. Uh, and we got um we got McGinty's on Thursday. Thursday with uh uh Tiana Douglas and Sean Miller. Okay. Um do we, we got another show this week, don't we? Oh, oh yeah, we have the big one. Uh Cinderella Cares at McGinty's public house this Saturday. Mm-hmm. We are raising money for Cinderella Cares uh to help do some research to combat cancer. Uh, so um, definitely come out for that one. A uh, portion of the proceeds go to charity. Uh, it's an awesome lineup. Uh, yours truly, Nikki Knowles and uh, Shelly Kim, Ian Salmon, and the one and only Tony Woods will be headlining. Okay. Oh, awesome night, man. That's going to be a fun show. I'm going to try to make it to that one. Sure. I'll be the, I might be there. It'll be good. You know, with no comedy shows near me, visit us, visit us online at comedyshowsnear.me on the internet. You know, we can find all upcoming shows, all upcoming events. You can also sign up for some shit, man. You sign up sign up for some of these classes, man. We're doing big classes. I got We got a class coming up. Um, it's a podcast class. Uh, it, it'll, it's, it's like 15 people signed up already. We got 10 more seats. So get in there. I just up. had somebody call me on the dot comedy bat phone. Uh, to ta- ask, or the comedy shows near me back phone to ask about classes. There you go. We got we got ten more spots left. Come on, sign up. Get yourself in there. We out here teaching and preaching. Teaching and preaching, man. We doing we doing big things. Twenty twenty four is going to be the year of the of the show near you. Oh, uh, shout out to uh, Yoey at YG Productions who's uh, who's been watching. Uh, he interviewed me at Montgomery College the other day, and uh, it was a fun, fun, fun time. I saw that. I saw you went back to our alma mater just to just to give back a little bit to the kids. I understand you did a good job, Joey. Did you do good? Yeah. Was it that I had project? To, I, had to show, had to I had to show them how to, how to how to set up a lavalier so you can't can't see it. Oh, did you? Did, but, uh, is it that project where you had to produce your own show? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I remember that project. I had some weird guy play some death metal on mine. Uh, I didn't know him. I, I asked him to come out the day before. I found, I went to all my friends the night before, and I was like, "Hey, I need someone. I got a project due tomorrow. I need somebody to play his guitar. Someone can do live perform." And Andrew called me and said, "Hey, uh, I got a guy. Um, he goes." He lives nearby, so he could just come out. He ain't got no job, so he could just come. And I was like, all right, cool. Is he good? She's like, yeah, he's great. I didn't know his song about killing puppies. I didn't know what 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 I was getting myself into. I had my mom come and do ballroom dancing in that tiny little box studio. Oh. That could have been interesting. Uh, I, mean, I, was of, I, I was part of a wrestling one, too. Like, we did a whole, like, like WWE wrestling. Like, I did a promo, and I did a match. I literally didn't know how out of shape I was until I did that match, and like we ended, and I laid on the floor for like five minutes because I was out of breath. I was like, I can't, I can't get up. I wanted <laughs> to produce that show. That would have been fun. <laughs> oh man, that sounds like something Zach would have done. Was that a Zach production? No, no, it was one. Of, it was one of the other other guys that was a wrestling fan in the, in the class I was in. Yeah, uh, but he. Yeah. he <laughs> He looks at me and he goes, "Hey, you be a good wrestler." And I'm like, "Oh, for real?" So I just wore I wore a tank top overneath over top of a t-shirt. <laughs> I was the most bootleg wrestler in the world. I was, first, I was big angry and I was yelling and shit in the, in the camera. And then we start the match and I come out throwing stuff. And I get there and I'm like, all right. "He's like, all right, you got to jump off the off the top rope." I'm like. 
the rope is one of those little barricades at like that you get at like uh, at the movie theater. That's the ring. I can't jump off of that. That doesn't make any damn sense. So he's like, we're gonna get a ladder. We're gonna get a ladder for you to jump off of. I'm like, I'm not climbing a fucking ladder in the studio to jump on anybody. That sounds stupid. And then he like, he jumped on me instead. There's, it was so fucking no, crazy. There's no way they had the like proper ring for that shit at all. No, it was it was um it was it was tumbling mats. It was a bunch of tumbling mats, and they put they put the damn uh do not pass the ring rope around it. They had stanchions. It was fucking worse, man. Uh, but I made it, and I got an A in that class. So I, I did good. I did good on all ends. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, all right, man. It's been fun. It's been real. It's been real fun. And we will see you folks next time with more fun and more thrills on the Dot Comedy Podcast. Is that a whack? All right, I guess so.